Hello everyone, it's Peter Miller. On February 15th, 2023, for another episode, episode five, in fact, of Smarter Than BPD. And in today's episode, I wanted to get into the topic of validation and how it is important and even, I would say, essential to be included in the process of healing and supporting others who are struggling with emotional uh, regulation conditions like borderline personality disorder. And also for a person who is learning how to take care of him or herself, someone who has BPD to, to likewise learn what it means to be um, validating towards yourself or to be self-validating. So I wrote a couple articles on this topic a few years ago. And again, much of this podcast is just me speaking to these articles and my own experience um, living with BPD and working with many others in a treatment environment, uh, as I am a registered psychologist in Canada. So validation, like one of the things that really has stood out to me over the years actually and before i get into that i wanted to just kind of mention the uh episode four we were talking about how um thinking like cognition can become impaired when a person uh, doesn't have a way of effectively regulating their emotions and then that leading to um uh, behavioral issues, not being able to have effective behaviors uh, because the emotions aren't uh, uh, regulated and the whole brain isn't working together very well. So uh, I wanted to just kind of say, so the reason I'm speaking about validation is, is because it's one of the most effective ways to help regulate the emotions. Um, and it is a type of communication uh, that can be used at a particular point in time when a person is struggling in a moment with their thoughts, feelings, behaviors, all of that. So I just kind of wanted to relate this, that this skill kind of goes back to the, you know, the experience of misinterpretation, misunderstanding, like all those things that can be experienced by a person um, suffering from BPD um, and or and in order to help them sort that out and, and for a person to help him or herself sort that out like validation can be an important uh, part of the problem-solving process okay so I was going to then mention that since I've been practicing uh, in my practice here now for the last 10 years uh, in Alberta and meeting many people, uh, of course, because you know we're pretty much endlessly busy, as many clinicians are in public and private practice. So what really stands out is that people often don't even know what uh, validation is or what it means or how to do it. It's some, it's something that's been like um, like omitted from their understanding, um, strangely. And I mean, I'm the same, like when I was 
before I was practicing regularly and learning lots about therapy and, and borderline personality disorder, I didn't have a good understanding of validation either or how it could be helpful to me and, and you know, make a difference between having like a horrible life moment and, and dealing with things in uh, a lot better ways. Um, so I'm not, you know, I'm not a lot different than uh, the regular person. Like, even though I was in the school for this for years for psychology, and um, you know, I have lots of training. Uh, I still learned late in life what it means to learn how to effectively take care of myself emotionally. And so I've met with lots and lots of people who who don't know what it is. So what if they don't know what it is, what do they do? So they, they're, they're communicating without uh, a way to handle emotions very well. Um, so what that means is instead of uh, seeking to understand a feeling, which is a big thing, uh, a big part of the definition of validation. So instead of that, what they often hear from others is uh, invalidation. So they would be told, you know, you shouldn't think that way or you shouldn't feel that way. So if like if they're having some feeling like, you know, I'm such an idiot or, um, you know, I'm a failure or I feel like a failure, like, so the, the people around them in their life and maybe even the person themselves, they could invalidate the, their thought and their feelings. So they would say, no, 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 you shouldn't think like that. And you shouldn't feel that way. It's just, it's just not right. And it's just not good for you. Um, but what uh, happens when people are invalidating, even if they're caring people and they're they're trying to be supportive, but they invalidate uh, the people who are expressing things. So what happens is it actually makes the emotional experience worse uh, because like A, you feel like invalidated, like they're not really getting it. They're not understanding. Uh, they're not taking the time to... Um, really hear you so you can feel kind of dismissed ignored uh, misunderstood frustrated like they're not getting you on the emotional level and this is so very very common and people don't even realize that they're doing this to themselves and each other uh, and so it, because it makes the emotional experience worse than it was when they first started expressing themselves, uh, people will often end up going like silent uh, or just kind of like giving up on trying to express what they think and feel because there's a very good chance that uh, the person or the people they're around are going to invalidate their feelings. And for a person who has borderline because they feel their emotions with such great intensity, remember I was saying how the, the amygdala in, in the, the limbic region of the brain, uh, is it's running hot uh, for a person with BPD generally. So they're going to experience that invalidation very intensely. You know, and it could lead to... Um, the person with BPD getting angry 
you know, or, or you know, responding in, in some other way that tends to make matters worse. And for the people around them to again say, well, just calm down, like, you know, you're being irrational or, you know, uh, you're making for a, a bad situation, you're making bad choices, like, right? So <laughs> while that person listening and responding may be like logically correct, they are still making the situation worse because they're, you know, they're trying to force rational thinking on a person who is emotionally deregulated. So it's you're trying to force someone to think logically um, or, you know, influence them. So you're trying to influence someone to think logically who can't in that moment think logically because their emotions are so deregulated, so intense. And so what happens with, uh, with people is they often go back and forth a few times, right? Like, so uh, they might get, the person with BPD might get angry. They might even say, you're not listening to me. Uh, they might get uh, express frustration or, or other feelings about other related subjects and stay like, you know, like intense in their expression. And then the people that are around them will continue to invalidate their feelings like you shouldn't feel that way. You just calm down. Uh, you're, you know, you're here we go again kind of thing. And you, you do that back and forth a few times, right? And then things can get really toxic uh, where people get physical or you know, people can just uh, give up and ignore one another. And and then they're totally on their own in their, in their awful uh, emotional experience, uh, the person with BPD. And, you know, they could go into their room and do uh, self-harm behavior as a way to, to cope, perhaps, or, or use some substances or do something else, right? Something to get some relief when they don't have another way yet underst understood, like an, an, another way learned to work through the emotional experience. And this is like the sad, sad thing. So a person with BPD has these ineffective responses, these, um, and, and then other ineffective things that they do, behaviors to try and cope. And so they look like they're on the surface. They look like they like they just have a bad attitude or they don't care. Um, they, you know, they just want to make life difficult for people, but that's not true. Uh, what they are really needing is a way to uh, uh, settle the emotion down. Um, and validation is one good way to do that. And it happens during interaction. Remember how I've said before how BPD is like an, an interaction disorder um, quite often. Like not always does a person experience intense emotions around others they can do it alone too like if they're just remembering something or you know driving in a car or, or whatever but you can experience uh, a lot of painful stuff when you're around people because of the things that are said and the way things get interpreted uh, which leads to the you know intense emotion a person for example could you know again feel like they're being disrespected or put down or uh, judged 
right, by another, or or they could think that the person is thinking bad thoughts about them just by their facial expression. I mean, these things, these things happen. Um, and in order to uh, bring this situation into a, a more peaceful, settled uh, state, yes, the communication is vital here and the awareness of what is happening to a person. So validation is like, you're, uh, you're seeking to try and understand you're, you're being curious with a person. So you, you know, you ask, you take the time to inquire and ask what, what's happening for you right now? You know, like, what are, what are your feelings? Uh, so, you know, you gotta be very purposeful here. So you're, so instead of um, trying to immediately shut them down and tell them that they're being irrational. Instead, you're going to take a moment to listen. And, you know, I know that in the fast-paced culture that we're, most of us are in, uh, people don't like to take time to, to, for listening, especially to things like feelings, right? And, I mean, people have all kinds of attitudes about, you know, emotions and their place in, in our lives and, you know, and if people should be dealing with them all by themselves or, or what have you. Uh, so, you know, that's a part of this uh, podcast too. Like, what is your attitude about emotions and how people uh, should deal with them? Um, but if you're going to be validating, you're, you're going to be having the attitude like, well, it's okay to take time to listen to somebody, to uh, try and understand empathically what, you know, they're, they're feeling. So you are asking open questions about, about what's happening. Like, what are you feeling right now? What's going on for you? And so, and then taking the, the time to hear what a person has to say to try and step into their shoes. What are they thinking and feeling? How did they get to feeling that way? So they might tell you, you know, this and this and that, this is how this situation is happening for me. This is what I think I'm seeing or perceiving or what I, what I think you're thinking of me, for example. And, uh, and again, people are impatient, right? So they want to immediately try and correct somebody's thinking instead of going like i so you're saying that you know you're feeling uh like disrespected by me like it or it seems like uh i i'm i'm rejecting i'm being rejecting is that what it is so it's like being curious uh after you know asking them and listening like is that right um so you want to see if you're on the right track when you're asking, um, you know, these, these kinds of uh, open-ended curiosity types of questions. And uh, quite often, uh, people will tell you, you know, no, that's not quite right. That's not quite what it is. And so you need to then take some more time to uh, hear them out. Like, what is it really that's happening then, you know, and how are you perceiving this situation? Uh, and then they'll tell you uh, more information, hopefully, if they're feeling that you, you know, genuinely are interested and care to hear what they have to say and are willing to um, um, relate back to them, you know, the feeling words that you hear them expressing. 
And sometimes people don't have very much emotional vocabulary. And that can be a bit of an issue here too. Uh, so, you know, how can you effectively validate somebody uh, and try and understand the types of feelings that they're experiencing if you can't sort of help them, you know, put some emotional words like out there, like you're feeling, is it that you're feeling uh, hurt or you're feeling guilty? Uh, maybe you're feeling ashamed uh, and trying, you know, trying to put, put it together so you can see how their thoughts and their feelings go together. So hopefully, like, as I'm saying this kind of stuff, you, I mean, you can look up validation on the internet and there's probably lots of YouTube videos about it. So, I mean, someone who can explain this a lot better than me. And I'm going to post a couple of articles that I wrote about how I think it's best done uh, in a conversation uh, on the blog, smarterthanbpd.info. So I encourage you to check that out. Uh, but the big, the big point is that uh, if you're going to be helpful for a person struggling with their emotions, this is one of the things you can do to help them uh, in the moment. And you sort of have to turn off the old way of trying to immediately correct their thinking and behavior. Because what you're doing, if you're just trying to immediately correct the thinking and behaviors, you're skipping over the emotions, entirely not even going into the emotional experience at all. And when people continue to skip over or neglect the emotional experience uh, in their conversations, and take no time to try and deal with that, then things get ignored and they, they build up inside of people. And the, that buildup of emotional energy, especially the, the more negative types of emotional energy, that just stays in the body, stays unprocessed. I mean, that eventually leads to more difficulties with uh, moods and with behaviors and uh, other, you know, arguments down the road and staying kind of confused in the mind. The emotions need to be identified, properly labeled, um, understood for where they, what they are and where they come from. And, um, and uh, you know, I, a person just needs to be given permission to be able to feel, even if they're not in a totally rational place. If you start by trying to understand, then it helps the emotional center of the brain settle, which then opens up more opportunity to think in other ways. So, I mean, if you just look at it like, okay, I got it. I, I'm going to do whatever I can to help this person uh, settle the emotional center of the brain. And I'm going to learn more about how to be validating. And not only just validating, but validating in a genuine way. Because, I mean, it can come across as really fake uh, or non-genuine. Like, if you're just sounding robotic, like, you know, you know, I see that you're feeling put down, you know, or you don't sound like you care. If you don't sound like, like you're really interested or in, in that you want to listen, I mean, a person with BPD or anyone for that matter could pick up on that lack of genuineness. And that just, uh, that just would make the situation worse as well. Cause it just, it would just really feel like you don't care and um, you don't want to put in the, time or effort to 
try and work things out you know now this you know could sound a lot like it's all in the hands of other people you know to help a person with bpd and the person with bpd doesn't have to help themselves uh and that's not the case uh all i'm saying is that if you are someone who knows someone who struggles then that's a way that you can be helpful. A person with BPD still needs to learn how to um, have validating self-talk, you know, to be able to say to themselves, um, it's okay, you know, I can just try to notice what I'm feeling and put the word to it and give myself permission to feel and tell myself that it's okay um and that it's understandable you know validating language like that uh, a person with bpd can learn to give that to themselves as well uh, as well as a host of other strategies that we'll talk about as the podcast continues so you know please don't think that i'm saying that other people have to take emotional responsibility for a person with bpd all i'm saying is that they can learn how to be uh, supportive and in a way that actually works and that way can probably seem quite counterintuitive because we are so used to um, skipping over the emotions and trying to force logical thinking uh, and that doing that is very I would say it's invalidating is the best word invalidating because the emotions are being ignored basically so I wanted to Put that out there uh, primarily today. Um, I guess I wanted to also uh, say and talk about some of the long-term consequences of um, maintaining an invalidating way of being with yourself or being with others. I mean, it's what we see when BPD uh, goes to the furthest extent possible, right? We're untreated. Um, so a person ends up continuing to have loads and loads of irrational thoughts, very, very painful emotions, uh, not being able to release them from their from the body, uh, not being able to think in rational ways. So, you know, and then consequently having all those behaviors and making decisions that make life harder and harder. So, I mean, you can, you probably know where this road ends, right? Um, so, like, untreated BPD, if it's, you know, a, a more severe case, eventually a person wants to uh, die. They want to commit suicide. This is, and it's, of course they would, right? It's so understandable that they would want to not live anymore because they are so often in intense emotional pain that they don't know how to deal with and that the people around them don't know how to help and you know even even when the people around them are caring loving people and they don't know what to do like they're they're making it worse um and a person with bpd is like they start judging themselves like i should um i should be appreciative right of the way my loved ones are so caring and trying to help me like even though when they talk to me in the ways that they do those invalidating ways uh it makes my pain even worse um so they you know a person with bpd not knowing any better judges themselves blames themselves for not knowing how to deal with this uh and that uh you know 
the 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 ways that their others are trying to help you know should be working even though they're not so then they think that they're just you know a, a defect a factory reject like and that they can't function in other parts of their life or relationships can't go well work and occupations can't go well and anything that involves relationships right uh, it seems to just um be seem impossible if things keep breaking down right um and then like all the other things that might happen with uh, the impulsive reckless behaviors and how that can lead to other consequences like in borderline personality disorder the consequences just keep piling up and piling up and it just seems like it's all your fault right like you should have known not to, you know, not to do those things. And, uh, you know, you should have known, I'm being sarcastic here. You should have known how to uh, take care of those feelings, you know, on your own, even though you never had any uh, proper understanding or perspective or skill development uh, while you were uh, growing up. Even though you didn't understand the consequences of ignoring emotions and not knowing how to uh, settle and process emotions so you got to ask yourself like how how much a person with bpd how much should i be judging myself as a bad person when i didn't know sort of the first thing about uh, my nervous system perceptions interpretations uh the uh how to settle emotions, how emotions that aren't settled affect my rational thinking centers in my brain. Like a person with BPD doesn't know any of this and yet they're judging themselves and others are often judging them like you should have known better. Um, so, you know, keep that in mind, please. Like uh, anyone listening that is, you know, has an urge to judge someone who struggles with their feelings and their behaviors there's a very very good chance that they never had the opportunity to learn these things and they probably also had some other awful experiences and traumas that um, made their condition even harder to manage um, so i like to be kind of an advocate for people struggling with this disorder because i mean i know what it's like to live with this and for for to be judged by others based on like things that you don't even understand um so i i, I really want to kind of let you know that um i am with you if you are yet to come out of that place um i think i can fairly say that uh, i get it and um it really doesn't have to be this hard you can learn things like validation and other skills and you can inform the people around you that that is what will be helpful if they learn how to do it properly um, and learn about other parts of the condition as well you can make uh, uh, many awful life moments you can turn them into not so bad moments because life is already hard right i mean it's hard to uh figure out how to survive and get through life and have some enjoyable experiences like and learn everything and manage everything about your life and the uh, all the responsibilities um 
So, and, and to, to, to manage all those other things about life, it's really hard if you don't yet know how to live in your body. So I just wanted to put it out there today, you know, that validation is e essential uh, to, to learn how to do, how to offer it to others, uh, and being willing to take the time to do it instead of rushing through conversations and being impatient and skipping over the emotions. So, you know, you can learn how to do this. I think it takes a bit of time to kind of get the knack of it. It's like learning any other skill. You don't do it really well at the beginning. Uh, it's a bit of an art form, I guess you could say. Um, but once, you know, you learn how to like properly insert it into conversations and how to come across as genuine and caring, um, and also for a person with BPD to also learn how to give that to themselves, self-validation um, in a way that works for them. That, that can take some time to figure out as well. Uh, but it, it works as a way to settle the emotions. When a person senses that their emotions are understandable and that they make sense in the moment, for how they're looking at things in the moment it helps to settle that part of the brain and of course uh, as i was saying when the emotions are settled the other parts of the brain can kind of sync up and work in a nice symmetry and a person can also be more open to suggestions uh, like of other information and facts other logic right but I mean, again, if you're going to be of the attitude that um, we shouldn't need to take the time to do this uh, and, you know, a person should be forced to think logically and deal with the emotions all by themselves, <clears throat> you're, you're asking for trouble uh, and just making it, it harder for the person uh, with BPD who is probably desperately wanting to figure out a way to have a better life and to not fall into the darkest pits of, you know, suicidal ideation. Because uh, life can be enjoyable uh, if we understand better how things are happening. So I just want to leave that with you today. Thanks for listening. I appreciate uh, all the listeners. Uh, the podcast is available on 11 different platforms, including YouTube. And um, please do, again, check out the blog smarterthanbpd.info to read through some of the text and some of the PowerPoint slides. It can give you uh, more information and uh, more understanding beyond what um, I'm saying here. And um, we are going to have an upcoming guest here on the podcast uh, to feature some, you know, some real-life stories about how... Uh, how people experience the condition and things that are working for them. So I'm looking forward to that. And I will be back here again um, next week for another uh, episode. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.